Ciao, Mountain. Hi, Joni. How are you? Fine, how are you? Good. Excited. Yep, this is uh, on the loc... No, on location. On location, on location yeah. yeah. I mean, we're actually sitting at the same table, mm -hmm. not six time zones away. Yeah, we have our pilgrimage, our podcast pilgrimage starting today. In a few hours. Some of our people are already here. Some are coming. Some are in a car. Some are in a car at this very moment. Some are at a park. Some are at the castle. And we're having coffee. Getting ready. Yeah. So we were going to... The plan is we're going to try to do this every day during the trip. Yes. And so we'll have some, some of the people on the show. And we can get the reaction to things. Because we're doing a lot of fun stuff. We are. Some new stuff. Old stuff. Really old stuff. Regular stuff. <laughs> yeah. And some people, it's their first time. And some people, it's their fifth time. Some people, it's like their ninth time. Is it their ninth time with you or their ninth time in Rome? I think with me. But So not necessarily ninth time in Rome. Well, that's true. We'll ask her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Everyone will have different reactions and... It'll be fun to talk to them and bring them on. And we're kind of going back to the little daily podcasts. Like, Lynn. Yep, that's what I like. Yeah. So. None of that weekly stuff. Yeah, or, or monthly. monthly. <laughs> nope, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, but I thought maybe today we could talk a little bit about pilgrimage prep, travel prep, because sure. you just had to do that. I did. It's been a long time since I've had to do that. It had been two year, a year and a half, and I was out of practice. You had to learn how to pack again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Okay. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> did you have to buy any new stuff? Um, I bought soap to wash my clothes in the sink. That was the only thing new I bought. Do you, do you normally I usually, do that? I usually wash my clothes in the sink, but you I didn't, didn't have, have any more any soap. Sink soap? Yeah. So I was, happened to be at REI, which is a good place to buy that because it's a camping store. Mm -hmm. And I bought some sink soap. I don't think it's called sink soap. No, it's not. I, I think it's a good name, though. Yeah. Rebranded sink soap. So I bought some of that. What else did I? I think I had everything else. On my first few trips, I would do my laundry in the sink. And then I had a, a clothesline. It was yep, like a big one of those. twisted rubber band yep. that I would use. Yep. And then I kind of just stopped. Oh, see, okay. I'm really glad I did it this trip because it's been so hot. This is really gross. It's been so hot that every night... I want to wash my clothes immediately. Um, I also don't bring clothes for every single day. Mm -hmm. um, I think you overpack when you do that. I think you have this huge bag and you realize, why do I... like? When you're on a pilgrimage, no one cares that you wear the same thing every day. No. Well, maybe they do, but they've never told me personally. Joni, I'm offended that you're wearing the same thing every day. Nobody cares and everybody does it. Yeah. So I don't bring an outfit for every day, which means I have to do laundry. And it's easier for me just to do laundry at the end of the day. When I'm hot, I'm kind of, you know... So I, do, I did laundry. The bad thing was my laundry wasn't dry this morning and I had to pack up to move hotels. Mm. But that's yeah. okay. But if you get a clothesline, the best thing to do is to hang it up in the shower and all your clothes just drip in the shower and it's really great. So highly recommend sink soap, clothesline. And then I also have a rubber thing that goes over the drain because sometimes they don't have a drain. What do you call those? Plug? Yeah. Yeah. So I plug up. And I'll admit, I sometimes do my laundry in something other than the sink. 
like a bidet. Yeah, people get really grossed out by that. But really, I'm I think like, that's what most people clean. use them for. Okay, good. <laughs> it's clean and it's a nice, you know, it's a mm -hmm. nice level. To, yeah. So that's what I've been doing every night, hanging it up. Yeah, I always end up getting a bunch of new stuff before a trip. Like what? Clothes, electronic type things, and I don't always think it's such a good idea because then you come with new stuff and you don't really know what to expect, especially with clothes, because I buy a lot of weird clothes, like, what do you call it? Like tech wear that doesn't really look like tech wear, oh. so not like the fisherman shirts right. that we've talked about before. And then you don't really know how they're going to travel, like it might wrinkle oddly. Unknown. Some synthetics get really smelly really fast even though they're not supposed to. Like different body chemistries work with yeah. clothes differently. And then sometimes I'll be like, oh, I want to bring wool because that's the best fabric to travel with. But if it's not the right... God, I almost got hit by a car right there. Oh. Since we're on location, yeah, things are going on. Yeah, might as well on. say. Um, yeah, like if it's not a certain type of wool, it might be too itchy. And then you discover that while you're traveling. And then all of a sudden you have all these new shirts and yeah. they're uncomfortable. I don't like unknowns. Yeah. Like I definitely would not recommend getting new shoes and wearing new shoes unless you break them in first. Yeah, there are because some shoes. Because that's pretty bad to buy a pair, new pair of shoes and then you find out it gives you blisters on the first day of the trip. Yeah, there are some shoes that don't really have a break-in period that I, I've bought before. But other ones are terrible. Like Birkenstocks, they're good once they're broken in. Yeah. But it's really painful to break them in. Some tennis shoes are fine. Um, I once bought uh, Converse, the, you know, the canvas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to wear these. This was before I moved here. And I bought them in America. And I don't know why, but I thought it would be a good idea to not wear socks with them. Because that's what people Yikes. do. And my feet were just awful. Blisters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, certain sandals. Like, wear them at least a few times just to get, like, the... Just to get them broken in the straps, or you're going to get blisters. Yeah, I think another mistake a lot of people make is when they're going on a big trip like this, because it is a big trip for it most is, people. It is, yeah. And they'll want to be able to remember it, so they'll go out and they'll buy a big fancy camera. Oh, yeah. That they don't know how to use. Yes, yes. And so they spend a thousand dollars on yeah. a camera, maybe more, and then all they do is just use it as like. I mean, they don't, they like don't point take and shoot advantage. Because that's all yeah. they know how to do. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think today most people are fine with a phone. Yeah. That's all I bring now. Because of all the computational photography. Yeah. But I still get a lot of people that'll go out and buy this big fancy camera because they're going to take all these wonderful artsy shots and they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. But I do that too. Like, I don't buy cameras because I use my phone, but... I buy other types of electronics, like certain microphones, like I'm using right now, or... The gimbal. The gimbal, yeah. I, I had you bring a gimbal to me on a Holy Land trip, yeah. right? Yeah, I had no idea how to use that thing. Yeah. So but I yeah, spent, like, but, yeah. days, like, trying to figure it out and get the balance right, and... And then you kind of miss out on the trip because you're learning stuff as you go. So I think when you're going to go on a trip, it's okay to buy new stuff, but do it earlier yes get to know it yeah yeah and then a friend of mine amanda donahoe she has um a photography class that she does she doesn't do it all the time i don't know when the last time she offered it was but she teaches people how to use 
like just very basic DSLR mm. things. And I think that's good. So I've recommended people to her in the past if they bought a new camera. Yeah. Just to learn some stuff. Yeah. They don't really have that for a gimbal or a microphone. No. Like Maybe even the microphone could. I'm using now, it has different types of gains on it and yeah, there's it's like all these language. buttons and I don't know what any of that stuff means. Yeah. And I've had it for a year. It's just because I, I didn't take the time YouTube to learn. I bet there's a YouTube video. Probably. Yeah. YouTube teaches me everything. Yeah. But. So yeah, so that would be a couple, uh, you know, a few tips. I do think people tend to overpack. They mm -hmm. feel like they need everything. And you will regret it halfway through the trip when you have this big bag, especially if you have to check into a few different hotels. Yeah. Um, if you have to pack and unpack and pack and unpack. Um, so that would be my other tip is a lot of people tend to overpack. But I tend to bring black and white and then just mix and match outfits, wash my clothes in the sink. Um, for the Holy Land, I wear men's white, white t-shirts every day and then throw them away. Not in Italy? I brought two to Italy. Oh, okay. And then I'll probably throw them away. I don't wear women's clothes yeah, in the Holy Land. Or well, see, Italy. the men's t-shirts are thicker. I know. I and they have a nice V-neck, no, so they look a little dressier yeah. than an undershirt. Yeah. My friend Manda gave me that tip, and it was great. Mm. And I've done it every trip. I usually overpack food, like snacks, mm. because I like to snack a lot. Yeah. And so I'll bring... Well, this... Not so much... I guess now, like if I'm going to the Holy Land or Ireland or something, I'll do the same thing. Or a few nights in a CC. But I bring like protein bars and I bring a bunch of different nuts and just snacky food. Yeah. And that weighs a lot. And do you ever go through all of it? Oh, yeah. I'll go through oh, all of it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So you don't really overpack. You just well, yeah, you're bring right. a lot. Yeah, it's yeah, heavy. Yeah. You could also buy that stuff. Maybe not in some places, but... Well, I like to just be prepared. Yeah, that's true. Like, I went to the grocery store my first day here. Mm -hmm. Mostly just wandered around and bought a bottle of water and left, but, you know. Yeah. What other tips? Oh, water bottles? You're speaking of water. Like, in Italy, you can drink the water. It's safe. In Rome, there's fountains everywhere. Um, and I always warn people about this, but a lot of people like the metal water bottles. And some beer kegs rolling by yeah but it sounded like a metal water bottle it was like yeah, a good sound effect oh yeah um yeah but the metal water bottles aren't allowed in certain churches museums papal people events audience. and so people have to leave them outside and some of those bottles are not cheap yeah yes so you could bring your own water bottle although that takes up a lot of space too so what mm -hmm. i do is i buy an 80 cent plastic bottle and just reuse and refill it. it yeah but it depends on what you want to fill your luggage with you know you can get one of those collapsible ones, too. But the metal ones are heavy, and they take up space. They unless you heavy. fill it with socks or something. I don't know how you're going to get your water socks. bottle with socks? Well, if you're going to put it in your suitcase. Uh, there's a dog from yesterday. Oh, yeah. There's lots of beautiful dogs on Borgo Pio. And not-so-beautiful ones. Not-so-beautiful dogs? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. The big bear dog? No, he's beautiful. Oh, okay. Amore. That's oh, what we yeah, decided yeah, that yeah. dog's name was. Uh -huh. Anyway, they can't see the dog, so this is probably so this a really would, pretty dog. This would be like in your uh, wheelhouse. How do you prepare for a pilgrimage? So how I prepare for because a pilgrimage is different than just like a vacation. You have to, Some of the stuff is the same, right? You're going to a foreign city. You have to think about money and packing and all that. But um, I always recommend when people are going on pilgrimage to make an intention for the pilgrimage 
and to ask others for their intentions. Because um, I think it means more, like if you're going to all these holy places, like today. So today I went up to, over to St. Peter's, wandered around, and I've never been to the museum of the treasury in St. Ooh, Peter's. Oh, did you go? So I went. Oh, that's so nice. I was like, nice. oh, I'll go into the museum of the treasury. And a lot of it is like chalices and ancient vestments. And But at the second half are tons and tons of relics. And so you're just watching, like you're just like looking at all these relics. And so then I began to like just kind of think about all the people who've given me intentions, who've asked me to pray for them, and, and invoked all the saints that I was seeing their relics. And so it wasn't like anything special or formal, but because I've carried all these intentions with me on pilgrimage, I can, you know, think of those people, you know, whether I'm at the tomb of JP2 or... So when you're going on pilgrimage, remember that you can take people's prayers with you. You should probably make your own intention, like, why are you making this pilgrimage? So that you have that in your mind as you go to the different churches. And Otherwise, you're just kind of looking at stuff and you can kind of get lost into just being like a spectator um, rather than a pilgrim I think mm -hmm. um, yeah so I always try to make an intention for the pilgrimage so I know some people who make like a novena that will end on their pilgrimage and I think that's kind of neat um, but just remember that it's a time of prayer too like it doesn't mean you're not gonna have fun we're gonna have fun mm -hmm. But how can I make this kind of an intentional? So to make it intentional, I think, is important. Yeah. I usually go to confession right before pilgrimage. I didn't today. I like to do that before I get on a plane. Well, that too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So before that, you mentioned money. That's another good thing to cover. Yes. money. I would not worry about getting euros when you're in the United States. No. Um, I mean, some people do. It makes them feel better. Yeah, if it gives you security, I think that's... Um, I usually try to have a little bit left over from the last trip, but not everybody has that luxury. Um, but when you get to the States, or when you get to Rome, wait until you get into the city and go to an ATM with your debit card. So tell your bank ahead of time. You usually can just do that online. You don't even have to talk to anybody. Tell them when you're traveling. And then go to an ATM with your debit card, because that's going to give you the best exchange rate. Yeah, don't bring U.S. dollars... You and get try a to go terrible to a bank. exchange yeah. rate. And you have to go to a bank and, like, it's annoying. Or one of those cash exchange places. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. It's such a ripoff. Yeah. So don't do that. I still have people that want to bring traveler's checks. I don't know that any place in Italy would even know what that is <laughs> yeah. anymore. Um, just tell your, like, my Visa card, because it's everywhere you want to be. They don't even make you... T is that their old slogan? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, they don't even make you tell them that you're traveling anymore. Really? Like, they didn't... They said there's no longer a need. And I was like, well, that makes me not feel as safe. But I didn't even have to tell them I was traveling. And you can use your Visa card over here. American Express, in some places, not everywhere. Yeah, not as many. And most places do uh, touch now or touchless, whatever they call it. Here they call it touch. No contact. No contact. No contact. Yeah. But yeah, wait till you get over here with an ATM and just do it that way. But don't take it like take money out in large chunks at once because you all, you will have that ATM transaction fee. So don't just get like twenty dollars, twenty euro at a time mm -hmm. with the ATM. Try to go like once or twice on your trip. Yeah. So. Yeah. So money. Um, you know, look at the exchange rate, but then just try to think in euro. It's like don't try to. I mean, remember that you're. This isn't monopoly money. My first time here, I spent a lot of money, like, forgetting the exchange rate, thinking, mm. oh, it's like Monopoly money, just, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, I forget what the exchange rate is right now. 
like it's like a dollar like twenty. Okay, yeah. Um, so, so not too bad. It's been worse. No, it has been worse. I I once planned a trip. So one of the things on my pilgrimages is I just, I, I just take whatever the current exchange rate. I'm not a good business person at all. Whatever the current exchange rate is, and that's how I price the trip. But once I think this was in like 2017, maybe the dollar like tanked. Yikes. And the euro was like 140. Yikes. And it was about 30 cents more per dollar than what I had budgeted. Oh, and no. Yeah, I lost so much money on that trip. because you do have to that. plan ahead. Like, you have to plan ahead. You don't know what the dollar's going to do. I mean, it's always about the same. Yeah. Yeah. I studied here in 08, and it was the whole Fannie Freddie. I remember being on the train, and we saw the newspaper for Fannie and Freddie crashing. That Ooh, wasn't what? the banks in 08 when the banks crashed, and they had all those. I don't know those, what Fannie oh, and Freddie is. Oh, you should watch The Big Short, the movie The Big Short. Oh, wait, you said what year? 08. Yeah, that's the year. Yeah. yeah not, that was terrible. What did I say? 20s? I don't know. 2017. Oh, 2008 was terrible. Right. Yeah, it was like the worst. Yeah, and I, yeah, that was not a t- good time to study here for that reason. Yeah, it was my third year. I don't know why I thought yeah. it was 2017. So yeah, 2008. Yeah. yeah. Not a good year for pilgrimage. No. Money. Or business. Yeah. yeah. So. That was also the trip where I took the group to lunch and every single person drank their own bottle of wine. Some of them had two or three bottles of wine. And on mountain trips, wine is included. Wine is included. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Most play, most people don't drink three bottles of red wine at lunch. So. That hurts. Yeah, that was a tough. Trip. You are still paying for. You're still I am paying still for paying. Yep. Yeah. I'm still in debt to that trip. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah. So money, packing. Um, Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. We talked a lot about laundry in the sink for some reason. That's an important thing. I know, but I don't know. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about pilgrimage. <laughs> Washing laundry your clothes in the, in the bidet. <laughs> hey, that's the way Joni travels. Um, yeah. So today's our first day. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the group is arriving. Today we are going on the Scavi tour. Which is a great way to begin, but we've never begun that we've way. We've never. No. And it just, that's how it turned out this time. Because with the Scavi, that's the excavations below St. Peter's. You just tell them when you're going to be here, give them a range of dates, and they say, okay, you can come this day. And then that's it. Like, you don't try to move it, and Mm-mm. you take what you get. Be grateful that you got it. Yes. Um, but it's actually a really good way to start. I mean, it's it's not how I would recommend somebody start, getting off an airplane and then going immediately underground into 80% humidity <laughs> for an hour and a half darkness yes but you know you've had your you've done things on uh, why rome like mm-hmm. why did peter and paul come to rome but this is more like why we come to rome yeah but this to is see, the foundation yeah because this is where peter was martyred and buried yeah and if that had happened in kosovo or something we'd be we'd starting be our kosovo. pilgrimage in kosovo today That's right but this is why we're in rome yeah so it's a good start it's really going back to the beginning. Yep. And then also, for the newbies, they're going to see St. Peter's inside right away. Ooh, you're right. Which and is going to be like overwhelming. the inside out. Like, from the heart to the... You know, they're going to see it in a different way than Yeah, they're not going to come through the main door. They're going to pop yeah. up in the middle. Yeah. 
You're right. So that'll be interesting. So we'll have to get some reactions later. Yes. And then we have mass, and then we have dinner. And then tomorrow we see the Pope. Yeah, we're doing a lot early, which I think is really fun. I mean, it'll be overwhelming in some ways, but I think it'll be like, let's, you know, start why we're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Peter and Peter. Yeah. And a couple good meals. Yes. Pizza Island tonight. Excited about that. Palaise tomorrow. It's getting louder around here. It is getting loud. I guess we're kind of done. Because we don't want to go too far ahead because we're yeah, going to talk about it. because we have to talk about it. So, and I have to get um, home and like edit this and upload it. Okay. Although there won't really be any editing, I don't think. No. Because we're together. You don't have to we're come back together. together. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you, listeners. So, yeah. Thanks for sticking yeah, around on our trip with us. You should... Um, what should you do? You should follow us on social media. Yes, because we're both posting about the trip. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram, joan.m.watson, or... The Catholic Traveler. You may follow both of us already. Yeah. Um, and then share this, because you might have a friend who really wants to travel or who can't travel right now, and we hope to kind of take you along for the next few days, and you can travel with us. Yeah, because there's not a lot of people traveling. A lot of people are afraid. They think that the world is ending. That's why I traveled. Yeah? Because I thought, the world is if ending. the world's ending, I need to get back to Rome. Yeah, well, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I have a really good idea for a photo today. Ooh, okay. I'm not going to talk about it now. Okay. I'm just going to tease it. Okay. Great. But I'm excited. So that's why I'm kind of going to follow you on social media. Yeah, kind of because of what we're talking about. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of people aren't traveling. Some people are. It's more crowded than I thought, actually. But St. Peter's this morning was pretty empty, which was lovely. Yeah, I don't think it's crowded at all. Well, that's because you, yeah. It's more crowded than it was three months ago, four well, months ago. that's soon. because nobody could come. <laughs> <laughs> now people can come. Yeah, so so follow us so we can show you the videos. And, yeah, share, the, share our posts so people can see what it's like to travel right now. Mm-hmm. And we're praying for everybody. So one of my intentions on this pilgrimage is for all of our listeners, for all of our supporters, and we're really grateful for you. Know that we're praying for you. Yep. Okay. All right, people. Ciao, ciao. Talk to you uh, probably later today. Sounds good. (laughs) Ciao. Bye. Ciao.